You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. A good Monday to you all, wrapping up a couple of nice days before it turns uh, cold again. I'm sure some of the college teams were able to get outdoors and do some workouts outside the last couple days. I know today I was able to get in my long run um, in short sleeves and shorts. That was pretty nice to do that in February. So on this program, got a lot to dig into. I've, uh, for the NAIA and NJCAA schools, it was conference season and uh, region season for them. So a big weekend to update here with those schools for the Division Two and Division One and Division Three programs. They were all looking to try to improve their times uh, for indoor nationals. So that's kind of where we were at um, this weekend. And, uh, well, uh, truth be told here, uh, going into uh, honesty here about this program, last weekend I tried something different. Of course, I did 14 performances that I loved. And, um, and I did this because the previous three weeks, this Monday show, the ratings were uh, not good. Um, they had been really um, picking up, and, and I was really pleased with the way uh, my Monday report shows have been going. Had some very steady uh, run of, uh, of lessons. But those three weeks uh, before last week were just really bad. About half of the audience that I had been getting. Um, so I tried this new thing where I was going to do some highlights, um, kind of the, the performances that I liked the most. And this week, my ratings bounced back pretty close to what they were um, during the like the cross-country season and also at the beginning of indoor season. So I'm going to keep with this theme today. I'm going to keep, uh, instead of just listing... Uh, 500 names, <laughs> people who did well, whatever it is. I'm going to list the 12 performances today that I that, that really caught my eye, that I thought were the best. And I'll also go into some you know team stuff as well, uh, some other performances. But basically, you know, these are uh, 12 relays or individual performances the performances that I thought really stood out over this weekend. So I'm just going to jump in here uh, and I'm going to start off with uh, my only NCAA Division Three program here. Um, there wasn't a whole lot from the Division Threes, but one performance that I really liked was Loris's Ryan Harvey. Um, he had a very good performance here in... Um, as uh, in Dubuque, uh, at Dubuque Saul Butler Classic. That was taking place on Friday, it looks like. Yeah, it was Friday. And um, Harvey, the freshman uh, for Loris, broke his own school record in the mile um, as the uh, 
Duhawks, the number two ranked Loris Duhawks, were um, competing one last time before the American Rivers Conference indoors starts uh, on Friday. But anyway, uh, Harvey um, eclipsed his mile record just by a few tenths there, but he did run 410.43, breaking his record from December. And um, that time of, like I said, 410.43 is 16th in the nation. And it also reset his own uh, facility record there, he said, at the Dubuque's All Butler Classic. So, so, he evolved, uh, so he resets the facility record and holds off his teammate, Wyatt Kelly, who I want to mention here, too. Um, he had a four-second improvement running 4.12.16. Um, so Harvey has the best time in school history, and Wyatt Kelly who's an Iowan. I believe he's from Hudson. I did not look that up. Um, But anyway, he is now third in Loris history. So that's number 12 on my list. This next entry is the first of three from the NJCAA Region 11 Indoor Championships. That was in Storm Lake, hosted by Buena Vista. And uh, this guy led third-ranked Indian Hills Men's Distance Program helped them to third place at the Region 11 Indoors. Warriors um, scored 140 team points, but could not top uh, Iowa Western, which is ranked number one in the country, or number four, Iowa Central, which uh, topped Indian Hills. So the rankings did not quite play out the way we thought they would. Um, I might as well go through the team scores here. Uh, the Reavers scored 251.50 points to top Iowa Central's 229.5, and then Indian Hills was a distant third at 140. But the NJCA rankings are based on how they're going to fare at nationals, so maybe Indian Hills will do better uh, at the national meet. Uh, they've got some top quality quality at the top. And this is a guy that I haven't mentioned a lot of this year, but he had a great weekend in Storm Lake. It was sophomore Nick O'Connor, former Clear Creek Amana of Tiffin Prep. Uh, He ended up uh, picking up two championships in Region 11. Starting off, let's go into the mile. He took the mile victory in a a very competitive race here. Sophomore ran 423.69 to hold off Iowa Western sophomore Jonas Mogos, who ran 423.87. So a really good finish there, holding him off by 0.18 of a second. And then uh, Iowa Central's Hunter Klimek was third in 424.38. So it was was really um, quite competitive there in that mile. So O'Connor picks up a victory there helping his team. And then he also ran on the winning men's distance medley relay for the Warriors. Um, They not only won it, but they broke uh, the Region 11 meet record. So it was O'Connor, Brady Milliken, who is from Hedrick, uh, went to school at Pekin of Packwood, Sidney Peel, um, he is from Maryland, and then Jerry Harper, uh, who is from Illinois. They set that new uh, record with a time of 
17.85. So uh, Nick O'Connor doing great things there with two championships. And he is now my number 11 uh, spot as I keep uh, going forward here with my top performances. He's the number 11 uh, top performance of the week as the Warriors finished third in the team standings. And um, most of their uh, top points for the Warriors were in the sprints. Number 10 uh, is the Heart of America conference meet. Grandview was there in Maryville. And uh, the Viking men just absolutely dominated this meet. Um, and the distance events were a big reason for it. They were great across the board, though. Um, 223.5 points they scored uh, to end up 117.5 more than the uh, runner-up team. So it was their third straight championship for Grandview. They've become a power here um, in the NAIA, and um, they got uh, they got their sights set on uh, winning the NAIA championship. Um, they they definitely are right there when you look at um, the rankings. Um, they are definitely a power, and they really um, are anticipating that they are going to. Um, to come through here. Uh, the national rankings are coming out um, on Wednesday, so we'll see how they are. But in the latest ones, um, Grandview was third ranked, just behind Indiana Tech and Dort. So both of those two programs uh, in Iowa, Dort and Grandview, high aspirations for uh, potentially winning a national championship. I will get to Dort in a minute, but this is Grandview, uh, number 10, as I, as I mentioned. And uh, Isaiah Wetrock uh, was part of two championships. Uh, he was the uh, Heart of America winner in the 1,000 meters, running 231.89. He is a senior from Richland, which is also in the Pekin uh, School District. He held off... Uh, his teammate, for one, Carter Heiser, former Oskaloosa runner, uh, he was third in 232.59. Carter's a junior. And then uh, also teammate Ben Huftelin from Osage, who was fourth in 233.26. All good times there in the 1,000. And then it was the relay, the 4x8 for Grandview, which is going to be one of the top uh, teams in NAIA nationally. They had Talon Munger, senior from Oskaloosa, Huftelin, um, Heiser, and Whitrock, uh, anchoring, uh, who uh, took the conference championship there in 751.56 is their time. So that is a, a 158 a man uh, for that 4 by 8 if you break it down. <clears throat> Huftelin, by the way, was second in the open 800 in 155. So um, Grandview, which is really good in the 800,000 realm right there, um, that got them a lot of points as they won the team championship. I'll be mentioning them one more time. Let's go to number nine. And this was a really good uh, championship. I mentioned the team uh, standings in the uh, Region 11 uh, in Storm Lake. Iowa Western was the champion. 
by 22 points over Iowa Central, the number one ranked Reavers. And um, this guy has been doing it uh, all indoor season for him in the distance events. Nicholas Kipritich, <clears throat> he took victories in the 3,000 and the 5,000 uh, to help the Reavers hold off uh, the Tritons here. Um, he won the 3,000 in 847-28, holding off Iowa Central freshman Ayanu Devani um, by just over two seconds. And also his teammate, Wamachmer Gilo. So he held off both of those two to get the 3,000, and then Kipritich um, also grabbed the victory in the 5,000, the freshman running 1507-83 to hold off Hunter Klemek of Iowa Central by over four seconds. And I do want to mention Kipritich also ran the mile and finished fifth as well in 427. So he, he ends up scoring a boatload of points for Iowa Western as they... Um, they won the team race and look very good for winning a national championship this season. On to number eight. And the Dort University men finished runner-up at the Great Plains Athletic Conference Championships in Crete, Nebraska on Saturday. They finished with 177 points. 21 behind Doan, and what this means is, as I mentioned, Dort's number two ranked in the nation. Doan is number eight, so I suspect you're going to see Doan moving up here ahead of Dort in the new rankings that are going to be coming out, um, as I mentioned, uh, later on this week. Um, and one of the people who helped uh, the defenders finish runner-up uh, this year and um, helped them win the championship last year and uh, helped them finish uh, runner-up in 2020 in the GPAC is Eric Steiger, the senior from Linden, Washington. He's just a big meat performer, really. He, he has been a nondescript indoor season. He hasn't really done a whole lot, and here it is. We get to the conference meet, and he comes through big time. He won the mile uh, championship. In a very competitive race, he ran 4.17.3 to finish less than a second ahead of Doan's Kalen Dockweiler and his own teammate, Joe Anderson, who uh, is from Iowa. Uh, Anderson is. So, um, so Steiger gets a victory in the mile, uh, gets the A standard for NAIA Nationals, and suddenly, um, you know, he's looking pretty good. Um, for indoors, which is going to be held um, at uh, Brookings, South Dakota this year is where NAI Nationals are. So if you're uh, up in northwest Iowa, I mean, it might be a nice little trip over there to watch some great uh, indoor track and field in a couple weeks because that'll be their next meet. Steiger, anyway, um, uh, came back and... Took first place in the 3,000, uh, running 846.8. Um, and uh, Dort picked up a bunch of points in that race. Uh, they finished with five of the top eight in that 3,000. But as I mentioned, it wasn't enough to uh, defeat Doan. Uh, 
in the team race, but Eric Steiger did his part, winning the mile and the 3,000. On to number seven, and this is back to Grandview and their uh, Heart of America Championships at uh, Northwest Missouri State's facility. And Trevor Albert uh, played his part, uh, the senior from Eldon near, uh, near Ottumwa, <coughs> picked up uh, two conference championships. He uh, breezed to the 3,000-meter title in 837 flat. He was ahead of his own teammate, Tony Rodriguez, who's from Des Moines, ran for one of the city schools. Um, might have been East, I think. Um, I might be wrong on that, uh, but Rodriguez was over six seconds back in second place there. Um, and then Albert uh, also won the 5,000 meters, running a very strong time. I, I believe the, uh, the five, 5 was first uh, in a, team, a time of 15 flat, 0. 0.52, 15.0052, very good 5K time. Um, to a win by over 12 seconds over his own teammate. So um, two victories for Trevor Albert, and um, he's just had a great season uh, with cross country and track as well. So look for him to do some things at NAIA Nationals. He's just had a great uh, great year already. He, I think he holds every distance record. Uh, in at Grandview. He holds every record there in the book there. So uh, he's had a fantastic career and he checks in at number seven on my list. Number six, I, it's going to stay with Grandview here and this is the women's team. They were not as fortunate. Um, they finished runner-up at the conference title, conference championships with 151 points. But you can't say that Morgan Lawson, the senior from Ottumwa, did not uh, do everything she could to help them. Um, she won two championships and also had a runner-up finish as well. So let's start off with the 5,000. She won that conference title, running 1830.01 to, um, to really easily win that one. Then she uh, also won the 3,000 meters uh, in a time of 10.35.71. And, um, and then in the mile, which um, is, is not her best event, she's more of, of a longer distance runner and on the 3K, 5K level, she ends up taking runner-up uh, in 5.14.52. And the winner there was Mount Mercy's Andrea Ertz, um, who is from Iowa. Uh, the Mount Mercy runner ran 509.69. So, um, but Lawson did get the B standard for nationals in that uh, mile run effort. I should mention that Ertz is a former Marion prep. On to number five, and this is the Iowa State Distance Medley Relay. They went down to the Arkansas Qualifier in Fayetteville. They've gone down there, what, three times now this winter? So it's, it's obviously a, a, a great track that they love. But anyway, in the, uh, one of the first events of the meet, 
it was it was a great great DMR. Um, several schools were looking to get um, NCAA indoor qualifying times. A great great race won by the University of Washington, by the way, in 921.1, which is the third best time in NCAA history behind uh, Oregon. I know Oregon has the record, but still, nevertheless, Washington uh, definitely uh, going to NCAA indoors. They held off Alabama, which ran 922.43 for the fourth best time in NCAA history. And Oklahoma State of the Big 12 ran 922.7 for the fifth best time in NCAA history. So, where's Iowa State finish out of this? Well, they were fourth place in the race. Still no shame in that. 924.07 is the fastest time in school history. And, um, and it is, um, it, uh, it is the, well, like I said, the, the, the fourth best time, um, in the NCAA indoors this year. Um, so, um, and it uh, ranks as, uh, number eight on the all time list of DMRs in division one indoor history. Who was on that relay? It was. Junior Jason Gomez, who ran the 1,200-meter leg in 252.08, handed off to senior Frank Hayes, who ran the 400 in 46.30. Then it was on to another senior, Alex LeMong, who ran the 800 in 148.65. Very good time there. As well as Frank Hayes, that was a really good time there. But the but the one that really jumped out at me as exceptional was Junior Nehemia Two, who ran the mile in three fifty seven point oh five. Now he gets a little credit for having a baton exchange there, but nevertheless, breaking four for a relay is outstanding for a mile, no matter how you how you cut it. And uh, I looked it up. Two's previous best for the mile is listed at, uh, by Iowa State as 412. So that's a huge jump uh, for that mile for Nehemia too. So the junior really, I think, had the big leg that, that got them uh, ahead of their previous uh, DMR school record, which was 927.90 at last season's Razorback Invitational. Two was the anchor. Uh, well, uh, Gomez and Lamong uh, both ran those legs on that uh, previous school record. So the, the two of the four members were the same. But two uh, has experience uh, for running uh, the mile for this relay. Um, he um, anchored the DMR squad that finished ninth at the uh, NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships. So let's see what they do at, at NCAAs. It looks like, um, you know, the Cyclones are looking good for a top five finish there at Nationals. And that was a really good performance there. By the way, in the 800, um, a lot of these guys came back and ran, but it was Frank Hayes who um, uh, picked up the victory in the 800 in a time of 148.46. 
that's uh, two straight wins for him in as many weeks for Hayes. Um, he held off Lamont, who ran 148.52. That's six hundredths of a second if you're if you're doing that math in your head. And then Darius Kipiego was third in 148.87, and um, for him that moves him into the top ten all time uh, for Iowa State history. So some really good um, running there by the Cyclones. And I'm not done with Iowa State. I'm going to have one more update uh, for Iowa State from Arkansas. But I'm going to stay in Fayetteville for my number four uh, runner um, who I uh, have a top performance from this weekend. And it was Drake's Isaac Baston. The Minnesota native, uh, <laughs> he uh, took down uh, not only the school record um, that his good friend and teammate held from the Cyclone Open uh, last month, but he also set a meet record at the Arkansas qualifier. So great running there uh, by the junior Baston Um his time of 356.10 um, tops the Drake School record of 356.6 set by Adam Fogg, who is a senior now, uh, eligibility-wise, at Drake, as I mentioned last month at the Cyclone Open. And they were both in the, in the race, by the way, in this uh, one-mile invitational that was also held on Friday. Fogg led most of the race, but Baston had the best kick to take that victory. And um, and for Baston, that's his third time he's run under sub four this year. Uh, Fogg uh, ended up third in a good time of 357.24 um, to run, um, and he and he breaks four minutes for the second time uh, this indoor season. So. Isaac Baston, uh, as I mentioned, he's from Minnesota. He got the job done, uh, breaking the Drake school record. Those two, him and Fogg, have just gone back and forth this indoor season. It's been it's been a lot of fun watching those two uh, take the record and then retake it. Uh, it's been a good battle between them. So eager to see how the Missouri Valley Conference shakes out um, coming up this weekend. And it's not going to be at um, at UNI this year. It's going to be in Chicago at Gately Park, according to what I'm seeing. And the dates are interesting on that one. Um, according to everything I'm seeing, it's going to be a Sunday-Monday meet in Chicago. So uh, they're going to the home of Loyola for the Missouri Valley indoors. Three runners to go on my list of great uh, performances from last weekend. And um, this guy came up with three conference championships for the Dort College men's track team. It was Peyton Malden, a sophomore from George, Iowa, who was named the GPAC's co-athlete of the meet, along with Zach Turner of Doan, after scoring 24 points to his, for his team. Malden won the 600 and 800 meters within a span of an hour uh, for two of the championships. 
Um, he ran 120.95 to win the 600. That's, that's a very good time for 600 for the NAIA level. Um, he defeated a Mount Marty runner uh, who was second. And then an hour later, as I mentioned, he had a close win in the 800. Uh, at uh, Yeah, an hour later, edging Morningside's Tyler Carney, who is the son of former Iowa State great Brett Carney, and he's an Iowan, by less than a second. Uh, Malden also ran on the 4x8 relay team that was first in a time of 8.02. Uh, the other relay members were Carson Elbers, who was a freshman from Rock Valley, Senior Lance Van Zee, who is from Sioux Falls, not Iowa, and then Peyton Miller, who is a senior from Wellman, uh, over by Iowa City. So the Dort also took the 4x8 uh, in 8.02, and yet they still couldn't win the championship. So despite all this uh, great dominance on the distance side, they just don't have quite enough to knock off Doan uh, for that uh, team championship. The, the Dort women, by the way, I did want to mention their result. They finished third in the team standings for the third straight year in the GPAC. They scored 106 points. Um, they uh, topped Doan by 1.5 points to get that third place finish. For Dort, it is, not only have they finished third the last three years, they finished third five of the last six seasons. They've done that. Concordia won the team title with 194.5 points, so pretty easily. And then Hastings was second with 163. Um, uh, Emily Heinen who is a freshman from Sioux Center, by the way, for Dort, had three championships, Emmeline Heinen did, so um, great running there um, for her. Um, she, um, one of those was the 4x4 four four, uh, for Heinen. Uh, so that's, that's the way the Dort women went as well. <clears throat> On to number two. And this is back to the NJCAA Region 11 in Storm Lake. And we haven't touched on the uh, the, the, the women's uh, uh, team race there, or touched on it at all, period. But the Iowa Western women uh, really dominated this with 280 points. If you remember, they are the defending uh, indoor champions uh, for NJCAA, so they are they're they're wanting to repeat here, and it's looking good. They scored 280 to Iowa Central's 207, and Indian Hills was a distant third with 113. <clears throat> Helping lead the way is a three-time champion in the distance events. It was Hilda Chebet a freshman who is from Kenya who picked up wins in the 5,000 meters, running 1833.49 to hold off her teammate Mercy Biwat, who's also a freshman by just over four seconds in that 5,000. So the Reavers picked up 18 points in that race. In the 3,000, Chibet came back, a freshman running 10 12.76. That's a new meet record, new Region 11 record. 10 12. 
to pick up another 10 points. She um, easily defeated Emma Hoynes of Hawkeye Community College. Hoynes, former Waverly Shell Rock runner, ran 10.25 for runner-up. Um, so that was number two win for Chibet. And then Chibet also won the mile. Coming back with a gutsy performance there, 514.2 um, to pick up 10 more points. So she scored 30 of their 280 points. Hilda Chibet did. Like I said, she's a Kenyan. She held off uh, Iowa Central freshman Chloe Garcia Grafing, who ran 515.85, and then B. Watt was third for Iowa Western. So uh, the Ravers picked up 16 points. Just for those two runners in the one mile, and um, as I mentioned, they won the Region 11 Championships team title, and their nationals are coming up in two weeks. And now we need a drum roll on to number one. And this guy could have made my list last weekend because he almost set uh, his own school record. He almost broke his own school record uh, in the. Um, 3,000 last week, but um, I thought, you know, he can do a lot better. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I felt like there was a lot more performance that was left in this guy, that he could do a lot more, so um, I, I came away with that performance last week at the Iowa State Classic, um, thinking that there was um, a lot more ability out of him that uh, we hadn't seen the best out of him and this time we saw the best of him uh, in Arkansas over the weekend um, it was a brilliant uh, 3000 race there great performance and uh, Wesley Kiptu really needed this too he was uh, looking on the outside uh, for the 3000 getting into nationals he was on the outside looking in um, I think he was 19th or 20th coming in um, to uh, the um, the weekend and um, he really delivered it um, that that time by the way I wanted to mention that at the classic he ran 748.98. That was the second fastest in school history, uh, behind his 748.36, a run at Arkansas um, in January of last year. But this was so much better. Um, going up against great competition, uh, Wesley Kipto uh, uh, gave the kind of performance we've been looking for, um, and... Um, he ends up running 743.61, 743.61 to finish third, third in this 3,000 meters. Um, so he takes down his school record by nearly five seconds. <clears throat> um, so he's now uh, owns three fastest men's indoor 3,000s in ISU history. And um, because of this performance, he jumps all the way up. Um, I believe he's number six now in um, NCAA qualifying for indoor nationals. So this should get him through pretty easily with conference meets. Of course, everybody loading up, trying to score as many points. There aren't going to be as many great performances this weekend. <clears throat> so Kipto gets it done on a 200-meter uh, banked oval 
so not the greatest um, uh, facility uh, to do it, but um, certainly a 300 meter would have been easier to do it, but he still gets it done on Arkansas's still very fast track. Runs at 743.61, but he was beaten. Um, Zohair Talby, a junior from Oklahoma City, was the winner in 740.39. That was a meet record by Talby. And then uh, Arkansas senior Amon Kemboy ran 742.29 for personal best. But for Kipto and his personal best of five seconds for 3,000, that's a lot. Um, this was the performance we've been looking for. And like I mentioned, it um, easily gets him now to indoor nationals for the 3,000. And that is my rundown of the 12 great performances that I noticed. Before I end up wrapping this thing up, I did want to mention <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, I've, been, I've just been overlooking this, this result here. I did want to mention, though, at the, at the Tallahassee Half Marathon in Tallahassee, Florida, on February 6th, we had a former and a current run ablaze athlete finish 1-2 in that race. It was former uh, run ablaze athlete Stan Linton, who was the winner in 105-08. Um, Stan is in the military. He's with the Navy, um, and he's also a former Florida State runner. So he gets the victory, and then former uh, Iowa State All-American David Two, who is the reigning IMT Des Moines Marathon champion, coming back from a calf injury, um, he uh, finished runner-up in 107.31, David Two did, and he, he's living in Florida now, going to Florida A&M for his graduate uh, studies there. Uh, so that's uh, that wraps up uh, the results there, top results from the weekend. And coming up, as I mentioned, NAIA and uh, the junior colleges will be off this week as they get ready for their nationals. But the Division ones and Division twos will be in action, Division three as well. Uh, and for the Division ones, you've got Iowa uh, going to uh, Geneva. Uh, and in Ohio at the Spire Institute for the Big Ten Indoor Championships. That's kind of become the landing spot for the Big Ten Indoors. It's kind of in the middle of for the Big Ten when you consider Rutgers is on the farther, furthermost on the east, as well as Maryland. So they're all going to, going to go to Ohio for that meet on Friday and Saturday. <coughs> Uh, the Missouri Valley, as I mentioned, is in Chicago on Sunday and Monday, the 27th and 28th. So Northern Iowa and Drake will be there. And Iowa State will be back home at the Leeds Center in Ames. This is their year to host. And the Big 12s will be there Friday and Saturday. So for Central Iowa fans, it be a great meet to go out to Ames to watch that competition there. And like I mentioned... Uh, Division Three also has the American Rivers Conference meet going on as well. So that will be the bulk of my show next week. Um, I do want to mention uh, my podcast with Reese Smith is out. The former Garner Hayfield Ventura runner um, is out. <clears throat> he um, did not get the 3,000 meter time he was looking for running at uh, Nebraska-Lincoln on Saturday, but 
He talks a lot about uh, his reasons for transferring from Iowa to Northwest Missouri, where he is doing uh, great things at that college. Um, really uh, pretty smart, bright guy. Uh, really enjoyed that conversation with him. And I also have um, coming up, I'm going to release this before the Big Ten Championships. I have Mallory King, former, uh, well, former Davenport Assumption runner. Um, and she's uh, in her last go around with Iowa. Uh, the, the Big Ten indoors might be her last meet at Iowa unless she qualifies for indoor nationals. She does not have outdoor eligibility. So Mallory uh, is going to take one last run at uh, Big Tens for the indoors. And um, looking forward to seeing she, how she'll do. My podcast with her <clears throat> will be dropping. I expect it will be um, on, well, Thursday. I'm I'm assuming it'll, I'm going to put it out on Thursday because the meet starting on Friday. But I talked to Mallory last week, and so that will be coming out. So look forward to listening to see what she has to say as she, well, starts to put the wraps on her running career at Iowa, and um, she's engaged to be married, so a lot of exciting uh, things are going on in her life. So that's coming out, like I mentioned, on Thursday. So that's a wrap for this show. Until then, until the next time, happy running, everyone.